Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Riff and Reed. Check this out. This is the Riff and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. No sleep till! HD Boys brings us right on time to one of the many battles that I've been engaged in here on the 12 o'clock Rip and Read against uh, councilmen waiting to be kicked to the curb in Bay Ridge and Dyker Heights. That's the Democrat Justin Brennan warming up in the bullpen to take over and actually represent the people of Bay Ridge, Dyker Heights, and Southern Brooklyn is Ari Kagan who had been a Democrat, became the Republican, and he's going to take him out. And there's another story that put this all into focus, ladies and gentlemen. Horrible story of the many bad stories in this naked city, Gotham, in which mom-and-pop shops are closing up in the brick-and-mortar stores, especially in the outer boroughs because they've already closed up in Manhattan. It's a ghost town down some of the avenues. But you look to an area like Bay Ridge and Dyker Heights and you say, you're kidding. Empty storefront after empty storefront. And this case is an empty storefront because it's a viable business. You say, what, what, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, we were paying our bills. We were making some profit. We were providing a service to a community that is so pet friendly with dogs and cats and other animals that we could have stayed for a lifetime. What story am I talking about? I'm talking about how the owner and operator of Wagging Tails in Bay Ridge on 4th Avenue has decided to close shop. Laura Generoso, born and raised in Bay Ridge, had a first shop. It was so successful in Bay Ridge, she moved to a larger mom-and-pop retail shop, a pet store right on 4th Avenue. And she indicated in a letter, that she posted on the front door because she's out of there by August 21st. she got to get down there before she's left lock, stock, and barrel because she's following the exodus like so many others to Florida. She's actually going to Boca Raton. And I think, Lou, the only person actually ever to leave Boca Raton and come up to New York City is our own Sid Rosenberg. He did it because the job of his life was waiting for him here to join the Bernard McGurk in the mid-morning show, they replaced the Haraldo Rivera. And then as they eventually replaced uh, the guy that they were attached to, like an appendage for many years, Don Imus, when uh, he went into the sunset. But think of it. Who the hell else has actually moved from Boca Raton, the sixth borough of the city of New York, where all the Alta Cacas go, uh, for their blue plate special, uh, other than Sid Rosenberg? It's reverse osmosis. But this woman who wanted to stay with her family, with her business, said, I was making enough money. I was happy with the pet store business that I had. I have 500 consistent customers who would not only come to buy the products, but would come to me so that I could counsel them about their pet needs. So she posted a sign on the front door of a store 
and put it out on social media this week explaining that it was not a financial decision leading her to shut down, but rather the closure is propelled by the failure of our politicians, City Councilman Justin Brannan, oh, <laughs> Eric Adams, uh, the puppeteer of his puppet, Justin Brannan, the swagger man with no plan, and their failing policies destroying our city and neighborhood. She writes, last year, frightening armed robbery outside spilled into my store and made me fear for my safety for the very first time. I never thought I was going to leave my beloved Bay Ridge in Brooklyn. I've got wonderful clients and I love what I do, but it's not worth getting shot or killed. Now she's on her way to Boca Raton. Again, her last day in business, August 21st. Please do everything you can to pay a last visit, to pay your respects. But she's a holdout. In fact, we'll call her like the last of the Mohicans. Can I use that term? Is that a derogatory term towards uh, Indians, the last of the Mohicans? Because we have seen business after business just pick up stakes and move out. Whether it's to Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Texas, Tennessee, or parts unknown, they're vacating in mass. Now, you would have thought that the city councilman there, Justin Brandon, would have showed some compassion some concern for the fact that another merchant has left Bay Ridge with intent not to come back, not only left the business, but left their household. Justin ran in in a very calloused, indifferent way, basically said, Kumsa, oh, God, I can't believe he actually said this. He said, you know, many will leave and many will come to fill their empty storefronts. Kumsi, Kumsa. Live and let live. How calloused, how indifferent, just no sensitivity whatsoever as the whole neighborhood begins to collapse. And he is oblivious to this because he cannot offend his puppeteer, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who has made him the person that controls the city finances through the city council. That's why you have to do everything to get out there, get out to vote, to elect Eric Kagan to defeat him on November 7th. And again, this comes on the heels of my warning of everyone out in Bay Ridge. As the mayor has said, everything is on the table. As you saw, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb received the emissary of Joe Biden. He didn't bring any money. He bring with him the opportunity to open up forts to shove the illegal aliens into Fort Wadsworth on the other side of the Verrazano Bridge. You can actually see it from Bay Ridge across the Straits of the Verrazano and Floyd Bennett Field along Flatbush Avenue, although that's a bone of contention right now. But that's all, that's all that that succeeded in doing. But one of the plans out of the 3,000 locations that have been surveyed by the mayor's office to put illegal aliens in is for sure a road to park there between 69th and 79th, right near the baseball fields, near the working bathrooms, one of the few public parks that has working bathrooms. And Justin Brandon came on Sid Rosenberg and disparaged me, called me a liar, uh, everything in the world, not so, not so. And then his own constituents came forward, something that Sid Rosenberg often does not do, go to the telephones. And the first of to straighten out Justin Brandon is Marianne, 
who actually went to the opening at the Kent Theater, I warned, I warned uh, Sid Rosenberg that that's like a third world theater. At night, it plays Bollywood films for the Indians and films in Urdu for the Pakistanis because that's little Pakistan on Coney Island Avenue. He didn't listen to me, but he went. And one of the many people went for the opening of the Gemini Lounge film. They've renamed it. I, I, I yet to figure out why they renamed it. But the Gemini Lounge film was Marianne herself, a devoted listener to Sid Rosenberg, but more importantly, a lifelong resident of Bay Ridge. Shore Road is up in arms. Across the street, five-plus million-dollar homes. All the neighbors are talking that they want to put homeless tents all through Shore Road. Bay Ridge, 86th Street, 3rd Avenue. I can't even walk to kickboxing anymore at night. It's full of homeless, which I feel terrible. And I even give money and food. And a man threw a match at me. So we're in bad shape. The garbage is piled up past my head, and the stores are shuttered. Walk one block, Sid. For every two stores that are open, five are closed. So Bay Ridge is in very, very bad shape. That's all I could say. So correct. As she uh, keeps her fingers on the pulse of the community where she was born and raised, which she loves so much. At one time, she was thinking of running for Brooklyn Borough President. It's Marianne, number one fan of Howard Stern, and when he's on perpetual vacation, she listens to Sid. But remember, Justin Brandon, the city councilman, his response to the closing of this neighborhood pet store wagging tails in Bay Ridge, not because they're not making money, because it's unsafe to operate by Laura Generoso, was come see, come saw, live and let live. She leaves the Boca Raton. Someone else will come in and fill the space. That is such bull feathers. And Anthony, another constituent of his in Bay Ridge, told us the real deal about this ultraditor who voted to defund a billion dollars from the police budget in 2020, no matter how much he lies about it, Justin Brandon. This guy's a mutt, Sid. Listen, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Last time when de Blasio, when he did the $1 billion, wasn't this guy on the city council or not? He was, 100%. That time, Sid, he sure as hell did yep. vote for the money. So now all of a sudden they see you know, the, the woes of their ways and how things are getting so effed up, and now he changes his mind. He's a turncoat. Two-faced mutt. No better way to put it. Up next, you're not going to want to miss it. A angry group of residents in Eastern Queens yesterday confronted Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, and spun him like a top. Eric Adams has essentially said, no mas, no mas, this very mess that he created by inviting in the illegal aliens a year ago, almost to the day in August, calling Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, a racist, instead of going to the border, visiting with Greg Abbott and seeing the Michigash down there. Now he's basically told us it's not the mayor's problem, it's our problem. We the people, and we the people are taking charge. Get a pad and a pen, I'm going to tell you Wednesday night there is a night of civil disobedience that you can join us anywhere you're listening to us from because we are going to stop the tents, and we are going to stop the invasion of illegal aliens. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. music we play here in the many shows that I do and especially on the Rip and Read when we talk about the illegal alien invasion supported and encouraged by their Papa Chulo Joe Biden by Who's Your Daddy the Swagger Man with No Plan Eric Adams and Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb constantly urging them to come to our sanctuary city New York City and our sanctuary state New York State Tom Petty's got a handle on it first with his refugee song. And the one we normally play, Don't Come Around Here No More. Now, number one, uh, both Lou and Justin, I continue to look desperately over 100,000 illegal aliens that we've given the red carpet treatment to to come into New York City. Some of whom have been shipped up into other parts of New York State. We'll give you an update on that. Because if any of you are living in areas that have done so, what schmucks and putzes you are. Look at the county executive in Erie County, where Buffalo is, along Lake Erie. He was more than happy to accept illegal aliens from New York City because we pay for that. And actually, in Erie County, the politicians there get a piece of the pie. They get a kickback. You say contract, they get kickbacks. Well, now he's had situations that have occurred with the illegal aliens that we sent him to be housed in no-tell motels, holiday inns without there being an express. Back to back, two separate illegal aliens have sexually assaulted women there, and he has gone on record as saying, Eric Adams, you lied to us. Nobody has vetted these illegal aliens. You've sent us bad hombres, criminals. We're not taking any more. No matter how much money you try to bribe us with, we are not taking any more of New York City's illegal aliens. So if you happen to be up in Westchester, where you have that stupid county executive, Latimer, who lives in Rye, he's accepted four other locations in Westchester. I hope all of you residents there are drilling down on him in White Plains' office and saying, where are you going to put them? We already have them in Yonkers. 
You got that crooked mayor there, Spano, and his entire family on the payroll, $3 million. His former state senator brother who uh, went to jail is his top lobbyist. They're making money on kickbacks there. No matter how much they protest, oh, we don't want it. Yeah, they want it. And in White Plains. So, hey, Latimer, are you going to take him in Rye? You're going to take him in Larchmont? You're going to take him in Chappaqua, where the love shack of Bill and Hillary is? You know, there's a house right next to the love shack that was built for the Secret Service with a... Uh, under the consideration that Hillary was going to be president of the United States in 2016. Take your fair share. Armand, Scarsdale, let's see if he shoves them in there. You think you want to put the skids on it? You think you want to go to his house in Rye? You think you want to go to George Latimer and say, stop this nonsense? Are you out of your mind? You want to destroy Westchester? Well, you know, we're a sanctuary county. We elected Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. We provided her with a margin of victory against Congressman Lee Zeldin. And that is true. But I digress. Let's go back to what uh, Eric Adams left us with on Friday when he did a punches pilot at a press conference in City Hall where he said, it's not my problem. Hey, peeps, it's your problem. This is a moment where people need to stop asking Eric what are you doing? This is a moment we need to ask, what are we doing? We can't do this alone. This is an all hands on deck. The dollars coming in are not equaling the dollars that we have to pay going out. So we're going to do our part to the best of our abilities within the financial restraint. But we have a real call. We need every New Yorker that has something to offer to play a role. This is not Mayor Adams' job. This is the job of the people of the city of New York. And everyone should. What? You created this disaster in August, a year ago. You welcomed the illegal aliens. You told them this is a sanctuary city. Abbott, the governor of Texas, is a racist. Keep coming. You had a conversation with the Democratic mayor in El Paso, and you agreed to take the illegal aliens that had flooded across the border from Juarez into El Paso. You agreed through Catholic charities. You had this this cabal with Cardinal Dolan and this ripoff agency. It's a real racket, Catholic charities that gets federal tax dollars, and they wait at the border, and the moment the illegal aliens cross, they say, where do you want to go? And 90% say New York, New York, because you get everything there, and Catholic charities gets their piece of the cut. It's all one big kickback, ladies and gentlemen. You say contract for illegal aliens, and I say follow the money and the kickbacks. So yesterday, as Gomer Pyle, USMC would say, surprise, 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 Eric Adams. He went to the end of the annual Indian Day Parade in East uh, Queens. A very large Indian population lives there now. They were having their parade along uh, (laughs) the very avenue that I'm... uh, calling all of you to uh, come to get your pads and pens because I'm going to let you know where our rally is against Eric Adams, uh, who's already has his tents constructed in the parking lot of Creedmoor uh, along Hillsdale Avenue. You got to get got, got to get ready. I'm going to give you the information, so please get, get your pad and pen, get it ready. Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. It's going to be the march of uh, the walkers and the wheelchairs where it's going to be a night of civil disobedience. But Eric Adams shows up at the end of the annual Indian Day Parade. 
and he thinks he's going to be received well, yet another thing coming. Listen to the reception party of the residents there who were fired up, angry, and they weren't going to take any more. No ten city, one term mayor. When Eric Adams heard that, swagger man with no plan, one term mayor. He said, what? So he decided to engage the crowd, which was mostly senior citizens from the area who are stakeholders. They either have co-ops, condos, homes. They're renters. They've leased property. Many of them are moderate Democrats, but this rally led by those great patriots from the Queens Village Republican Club, the longest running in the city, led by Joe Concanon and Phil Orenstein, who was just magnificent. He was the main inquisitor of Eric Adams. But listen to the mayor's response to the residents of East Queens who were roughing him up. Mr. Mayor, you have the right to decide who you're going to vote on as a, as a mayor. That's how you show your power. If you feel I'm not doing the job I've been doing for the last year and 18 months with this mess that I inherited, this mess that I inherited, you have the right to do what you want. Mess that he inherited. Look, we can blame de Blasio for a lot of things. He didn't create this mess. Eric Adams did. He welcomed him into a sanctuary city. There's no law that says we're a sanctuary city. So, again, he's constantly trying to do spins. But Phil Orenstein, magnificent, would not let him off the hook. People are devastated by the idea of bringing a, a, a thousand single able-bodied uh, migrants right into our neighborhood with no curfew. They're unvetted. What diseases do they have? Who are they? Oh. Perfect. Who are they? What diseases? Have they been vetted? And then he continues on. Phil Orenstein, he was relentless. And the mayor realized, "Uh uh-oh, I boxed myself in. I can't get out of this. What I need you to do as one of your constituents is send them back. Yes. Send them back to Washington, D.C. Send them back to Mexico. Have some guts. Stand with your people. Wave your people. Oh, I got to hear that one again. Stand with your people. Show some guts. Phil Orenstein, right in the mayor's face. As you notice, he's not cursing. He's respectful. But he's calling out Eric Adams to represent the people of New York City who elected him. What I need you to do as one of your constituents is send them back. Yes. Send them back to Washington, D.C. Send them back to Mexico. Have some guts. Stand with your people. Wave your people. Oh, so good. And then he continues on. He says, hey, send these illegal aliens back to Mexico. If I do that, will I be breaking the law? Will you be breaking it? There's no sanctuary city law on the books. No, here's my question. If I were a, a local city does not have the authority to deport me, if I were to get what you said, I would be breaking the law. I could be sanctioned by the federal government that would take away dollars from the city. So if we're going to come no, up with a solution, a let's come up with one that doesn't break the law Damn. to help us get fix me. this problem. 
What a fake, phony, fraudulent Fugazi. Every day he breaks the back of ICE, the Immigration and Naturalization Service, the federal law enforcement agency that protects us against illegal invasions of immigrants who claim to have either asylum status or sneak in under the covert darkness of crossing the border and then staying here without any status, who are sex traffickers, drug dealers, gangbangers, pedophiles. The first line of defense is ICE, and he won't cooperate with ICE. In essence, he's breaking the law, the federal law, that says it's a crime to cross illegally. And then all of a sudden, Phil Orenstein drills down again. What about Rikers Island? There are abandoned buildings there. They could house 20,000, but not at Creedmoor, not in our neighborhood. We're going to destroy our neighborhoods. We're going to destroy the property values. We're going to, there's going to be crime. There's going to be drug taking. We don't know what's going to happen. Oh, magnificent. Could I hear that again, Lou? Because. Phil Orenstein says exactly what our owner-operator, talk show host John Katsimatidi, has been saying since the beginning of this illegal alien invasion a year ago in August. Hauserman in Rikers Island. Nobody has given an adequate response as to why not Rikers Island. Again, Phil Orenstein is saying exactly what John Katsimatidis has been saying for a year and others have been saying. Mr. Mayor, what about Rikers Island? There are abandoned buildings there. They could house 20,000, but not at Creedmoor, not in our neighborhoods. We're going to destroy our neighborhoods. We're going to destroy the property values. We're going to, there's going to be crime. There's going to be drug taking. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. That's right, one at a time. The mayor could not get out of that. He had him surrounded. They were all senior citizens, and he's had so many problems dealing with senior citizens. He was trying to control his temper. So right before he broke out, he basically said, I warned you about this. I said it would be coming to your community. But for over a year, I've been calling for residents like you. I've been saying over and over again, this is going to come to your communities. We need to be united together to stop this. I've been saying that for over a year. This should not be coming to Belrose. Well, tell Biden to stop it. Tell your president Tell Biden to stop it. Tell your president to stop it. As the great Bernard McGurk would say every time he would come to do the morning show with his partner, Sid, before he passed to the hereafter, Eric Adams refuses to name and shame Joe Biden. To this day, he won't name and shame. Can I hear that one more time? Because Phil, Phil Orenstein said exactly what everyone says, even moderate Democrats. You got to call out Biden himself. But over a year, I've been calling for residents like you. I've been saying over and over again, this is going to come to your communities. We need to be united together to stop this. I've been saying that for over a year. This should not be coming to Belrose. Well, tell Biden to stop it. Tell your president Very simple. Well, he wants us to come together. The mayor said we are. And we've been demonstrating there. The most recent one had 4,000 to shut the tent and don't bring the illegal aliens. Only 40 supporting it of AOC, and they shrunk away. We overwhelmed them. 
I want all of you to come out on Wednesday night, rain, snow, sleet, or shine, by 7 o'clock. It will be the night of civil disobedience. But to get arrested with me, you got to be a senior citizen. You got to be. Bring your walkers, bring your wheelchairs. We're going to stick it to Eric Adams. We're going to block Creedmoor where they've already built a tent. Any minute, they're going to start bringing the buses in. We've got, we've got to exert and do more. A demonstration alone won't do it. This is the time to stand and fight for what we know is right. Eric Adams, if you heard initially, washed his hands of this like Pontius Pilate and said, you can't blame me for this. It's on you now. So get out of the way, Eric Adams, and we the people will take care of business. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Great song by Judy Collins, dedicated to the most magnificent mammals that exist on Mother Earth, our whale friends, who are perishing at incredible rates. Like every time we have to list another whale who's dead and washed up on the coast. It brings tears to the eyes of my wife, Nancy, and our owner-operator, John Kachmatidis, as they, they cry out, what's happening to our whale friends? Back to back, first out near Shirley, Long Island, not far from Congressman Zeldin's home, a 30-foot humpback whale washed up dead on Fire Island. And then hours later on Saturday, in a beach in Long Branch, New Jersey, on the Jersey Shore, another dead whale came ashore. People who assembled on the beaches cried and asked, Why, oh why, will the governor of New York, Hochul, and especially the stubborn half-in-the-bag, drunk, from morning, noon, and night, Murphy in New Jersey, not issue a stay, a temporary ban on the building of any more of these windmills out in the ocean, six miles out, each of which is the size of the Chrysler office building, the sonar that is used to find the right place in the ocean's bottom, it's clearly distorting 
the navigating innate ability of the whales, the porpoises, and the dolphins, and their dying horrible deaths. But Murphy says no, the no-bid contracts will continue with foreign companies, not even American companies, in Denmark and Sweden. Kathy Hochul says no, the windmills will continue to go up. That means more whales will die, more porpoises, more dolphins. And Nancy will shed a tear, and John Katsimatidis will shed tears, and many of you will shed tears. But we gotta do something. This is, this is horrific. And no response from our elected officials. Callous, indifferent. <laughs> 